Good morning, okay. Walter. I'm very pleased to welcome you. You are um, the leading uh, European regulator with gas issues since many years, and I did appreciate since a while uh, your uh, comments and your vision. The question I have are very simple, but the topic is very important. It's about European gas policy and uh, what we do, where we are going to. Maybe the first question is a very old one. Since about 10 years, we are saying, ah, oh, European external energy security is widely about speaking with one voice. But first, is this true? And second, is this addressed with the coming energy union? I think it's clear that Europe is not speaking with one voice in general in foreign energy policy. And even though the energy union has some ideas how to improve that, I don't think in the foreseeable future Europe will be speaking with one voice, especially because the actual interests of European countries varies widely. Spain and Portugal is more interested in LNG access and maybe what happens in the US LNG export or in the issue of uh, sort of uh, West African LNG exports. Eastern Europe is more interested in relation with the Caspian and with Russia. I think what is going to happen in the scope of the energy union is that specific areas will be coordinated uh, in the EU and then hopefully there will be a speaking with one voice on specific topics only and we are able to do that. Uh, I think it's already a big progress. Uh, I don't think that given the realities uh, Europe will be speaking with one voice in all energy-related foreign policy aspects for a long time. But if we are able to do this in the major topics like how do we approach the diversification of supply, uh, how do we develop relationships with big producing, gas-producing countries, what's the energy mix as Europe we want to have, uh, how do we overcome potential coordination lacks in preparing for emergencies, those are topics where we will speak with one voice, but not everywhere. So thank you, Walter. So it seems that we will have a better voice. The voice is clarifying, if I may say. But something else is popping and also very big issue, at least the wording. It's the word solidarity. Of course, it is in the Lisbon Treaty as a novelty. We have to have solidarity uh, between uh, European citizens and between countries, of course. But what does it mean regarding external security of supply and what it could be implemented, how it could be implemented? I think, again, in general, there is this principle of solidarity, but as the discussion about the <clears throat> restructuring of the, uh, the Greek debt has shown, yeah, there are limits to solidarity. Certain limits, uh, <laughs> Uh, and the solidarity level is seen differently in different countries or different regions yeah. of Europe. Yeah. I think uh, what has become clear in the gas world is that a certain amount of solidarity is really in the interest of everybody uh, because individually we are weaker than jointly. And uh, I think the stress tests have shown that very clearly that if everybody tries to optimize his own national situation, then overall a significant number of uh, 
citizens will be denied gas access, whereas if we optimally share the resources we have, then everybody or almost everybody is better off. So there is a very strong case for solidarity up to a point. And I think on a practical level, as part of the uh, review and change and amendment of the SOS regulation, we will see mechanisms that assure that before a crisis occurs, there is an extensive debate on the regional level and maybe some things on the European level about what level of solidarity will be implemented, how far the solidarity will go, uh, and what measures should be taken by national states in case of emergencies and what measures must not be taken. And just to give you an example, uh, it's economically unviable for each individual Central and Eastern European country to buy LNG options just in case there might be a disruption of Russian gas flows because you cannot buy small quantities of LNG and individually they would have to pay a very high price. On the other hand, if this is jointly managed, it would be much cheaper uh, and would allow regions that have not that many alternatives to one gas producer suddenly to have an alternative at a reasonable cost level. Uh, and then there are other areas like sharing storages uh, or making sure that if in one market there still is enough gas and there's no emergency yet, there is an organized way of sharing that volumes with neighboring countries uh, to uh, alleviate some of the direct problems that a disruption, a partial disruption might have. So I think solidarity will need to be broken down into specific actions and coordination okay. measures. Uh, and that, I think, is, is the way how solidarity will be implemented. Okay. But, but then I'm, I'm going to conclude, in a sense, we have seen one voice, we have seen solidarity, and now we are with you, Walter. You're, you're a regulator, you're the national regulator. What What is the job of the national regulator for this external security, one voice, solidarity? Could they work at the national level only, one country by one country? Could they work together at the European level? How do you see it? Well, I think on one side, uh, it's clear that uh, all the regulators have also published papers which say we want to make the uh, market work as long as yeah. at all possible. Yeah. And I think that's a key responsibility of regulators. So we want to make sure that the market, even under stress conditions, will continue to work yeah. until a relatively uh, sort of far advanced point of disruption. And secondly, I think we also need practical cooperation models, uh, how in a disruption situation when some countries have to declare emergencies, how this coordination happens. And here again, I think the regulators have an important role, also the TSOs, uh, because there is a, quite a bit of technical coordination that's necessary. And I think we should uh, enable that. We should allow and encourage the TSOs to work in that direction and provide the expertise how it can work out. So I think regulators have a big role. It might differ a little bit from country to country, but they have definitely a role in uh, making sure the market works, even under stress conditions, and also how sharing of gas resources in scarcity situation could be organized, which is a rather complex challenge on top of that. Many thanks, Walter. You did tackle the issue. You made it simple and clear. I hope that many people will listen to you and listen to you is the other meaning, which is 
to swallow what you said and to translate it into actions. Because, of course, in European affairs, European gas affairs, European security, we need a lot of actions. But a clear mind and, and a strong um, expertise like yours are always welcome to push it, start it. Have a good day, Walter. Yeah. Have a good day and thank you very much, Jean-Michel. Thanks to you.